I'm 
Happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope you like the intro because I didn't do much for it. How are you, Krista? I'm good, yeah. Awesome. We're getting some like 20 below weather tonight. I can hardly wait. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and we got Deweese back. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about you? I'm good. I'd rather take the cold weather that you guys are going to be getting. Uh, yeah, it was 70 today here. Or tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just tomorrow. <laughs> it was actually 34 degrees yesterday after work. I went outside and plowed our ice runway. You were so, sweating, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was actually starting to feel a little bit better. I had energy after work, so. All right. Well, I would like to welcome our special guest tonight, Rachel Blocker. She is from Hi. Corpus Christi, Texas. How are you, Rachel? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us. So, um, what do you fly? I fly a flat top 200R. Paramotor, right? Yes. Yay, we got a, we're back to paramotor people, right? We're back from <laughs> outer space, back. <laughs> back All right. skydiving. No skydiving. Back from skydiving, yep. All right. So, Rachel, tell us a little bit about yourself first. Uh, okay. Well, I'm a personal trainer here in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, I started my I started my business three years ago, and um, it's doing incredible. In fact, I'm sitting in my gym right now. Um, and I, well, this found me. Um, the parents yeah, tell us a little bit about how you found this sport. Yeah. Okay. So let's see, four years ago, I went through a divorce and I was, you know, just trying to put the pieces of my life together. And I was walking my dog outside one day and some of the instructors had come. Okay. So I had seen people up in the sky here many years ago, but I didn't think much of it. You know, I just looked up there and I thought, oh, that's cool. Um, so this was about three and a half years ago. I was walking my dog and I, I'm outside, I'm near the beach and I just see like all these, I see all this action across the street. And I'm thinking, what is going on over there? Well, the class had come into town. I didn't know they held classes. So one of the pilots came across the street and was telling me all about it. Well, I didn't know you could go tandem. So he was telling me all about it and he was telling me and he was so excited. It made me excited. I was like, you know, um, I, I was working, but like, it's just interesting because when I say this found me, it's really true. It really fell in my lap. So he was telling me all about everything. And I was like at the point in my life that I was really ready to face fears. And um, I had not, I had a severe fear of heights. So uh, the bridge that comes here to the island, I could go over that bridge. But the one downtown, I hadn't driven over in like 15 years. And I wouldn't go over it. Like the fear of heights was terrible. So 
when he started telling me about all of this and I'm listening and I feel like I want to do it, I felt like I was just crazy. But like I said, in my, in the process of everything I had been going through, um, I was healing and I felt like I needed to face my fear of heights. I just didn't know how to do it. So within about three days, um, I was, you know, the wind has to be right and all that stuff. So I was headed out to the beach to go tandem for the first time. And I don't, I, all I can tell you is I was drawn to it. I, it sound, it looked amazing. And I just knew I had to do it. So I went out to the beach and they got everything set up. And to be very honest with you, I'm surprised I was super calm. Um, and they got me all hooked up and everything. And I was listening to everything that they were talking about very intently. Like I was really grasping it, which was surprising to me. And um, then the then we went up on the flight and that was it. Like as soon as we got really high and it was like the beauty of everything just way overshadowed. It just, I didn't even have any fear. It was so beautiful. I, I think I forgot to be afraid. <laughs> it was absolutely, I fell in love with it in that moment. So we talked earlier and you told me that in the video, I, I thought that that was your first landing where you came down and you were crying because I said, I could actually, I know what that feeling is. Yeah. And you said that was your second flight. Yes. Tell me so, about that or tell yeah. us. So my reaction, okay, so I took my first solo flight in April, uh, just this past April. Um, it took me three years to get to that point. It took me a year of going tandem to get over my fear. I probably went like 30 plus times. Um, and it, it took me a long time to get to the point to actually take my solo flight and I didn't rush it. I've just been super, just relaxed about everything. And I let, you know, as my confidence grows and as my confidence went up and up, then, then I was, I knew I would be ready when it was the right time. So that flight that you saw, the one in the video, Okay, so that was my second flight. My first flight had been, my first solo flight had been in April, but I was kind of thinking, I wonder if it's a one and done deal. Like, yes, I went through all this training. Maybe I'll take my first flight and I'll be done and I'll be like, okay, that was good, I'm done. So I really didn't know that flight that you saw on the video when I come down and I'm clapping, I realized I'm in love with it for my life. <laughs> it was not a one-time thing. Like this is a part of my heart and it has literally helped me heal in so many ways. I cannot even tell you. So, nice. 
that reaction you see on the video, that is like real raw emotion of realizing I will do this forever. Very cool. Yeah. There's nothing like being up there. And also, especially by yourself, once you've accomplished knowing how to do everything. I mean, I, you know, it was, it's just been such an amazing journey. Strengthening for you and very physical and emotional. Yep. I understand. Very, very, so, very much. So who comes down there and trains? Tell us who okay. you're training with. So flat top paramotor comes here and trains. They come about every other month and they're here for 10 days. So, um, the training is like 10 days long. And, uh, so that's what I did. I signed up two years ago to, to go through the training myself. And um, I've been through, it took me, it took me three full classes to actually go up solo by myself. Wow. Do, so, do they have a group of, of trainers that come, like several yeah. trainers that come? Yes. So the, it depends on how many students there are in the class. So, uh, they're getting ready to come, they're getting ready to be here Friday and it's a pretty big class. So there's a lot of instructors coming. So this week. Yeah. I think there's about 15 students and then there's, That's awesome. that, mm -hmm. so if there's more students then more instructors come and they've got oh, you okay. scheduled in too, right? They have me scheduled in as a comeback. So since I've already, I've, I'm, I've already been through the class and obviously I've already taken, I've done four flights now, solo flights now. So then they, then I'm, I'm what's called a comeback. Yep. So they'll put me in like the flying rotation, but I'm not a new student. So I don't have to go through the full entire class. I mean, I could, if I wanted to, but I don't, I don't, I don't have to. So before we go to Angela's question, um, what, how many, you said you trained a lot with your wing. You've got how many hours with your wing before you actually took your first solo flight? And tell us a little bit about that before we get to Angela's question. Okay. So when I started going tandem, I did that for every other month for about a year. And, um, Two of, the, two of the pilots, uh, Caleb Koch and Tyler Layton, they, I'm telling you, I would not be here right now if it weren't for those two guys. I mean, these guys are like my brothers. They took me under their wing. I mean, ha ha. But they, they would take, and I was trying to get over my fear of heights. And so it was, I made myself every time they would come into town, I made myself go out there and go. And sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't because you know with the wind, it just depends. So, but I made myself do it and it took about a year and I'll never forget the moment. I was up in the air with Tyler and he looked at me and he said, it's time for you to do this. And I was like, <gasps> it's time, time for me to learn. So I think it took me probably a couple of months to let that sink in. And then I signed up for the class and um, 
Oh gosh, it was about a, I signed up for my first class June, 2019. And then I took my first flight last April. So um, I have, okay, so every time they're here, well, even when they're not here, but every time they're here, I go out and do ground kiting. So I have like way over, probably close to 400 hours of ground kiting, um, which I love. I mean, I am uh, too, too bad they couldn't give you like a, a old um, wing for you to just keep back, you know, with them or with you, you know, so you could practice until they come back, you know, oh, and then I they've got it for class. I, I bought my own wing. Oh, you did? Yes. Cool. I have my wing is hot pink and white. <laughs> so I have, I have the harness that you wear for ground kiting. And I have, uh, I have a wing that I use for, you know, for practicing. I can't fly it yet. It's too small. Like for me right now. Okay. You know, how big is it? That. I'm sorry. You know how big it is? It's a four XS. Mm, I don't know what that is. And I'm sorry. I don't know the, I don't know the millimeter. Okay. Um, all right. So I'll ask the first question here. Angela is asking, she's from Las Vegas and you met her Friday night. Um, she's yes. like, did you pay for three classes and tell us about your instruct instructions for those three separate classes? Okay, so no, once you pay for the class, once you pay one time, then you can take the class every time. You only pay once. Um, and then what was the next part of the question? I'm sorry. Um, tell us about the instructions that they gave okay, you. Okay, so the instruction is absolutely incredible. It is... Um, and I mean, I'm coming from a place of having so much fear of heights and just my confidence built just really like different aspects of my life having come together. So, you know, if you don't have fear of heights, you're already ahead of the game. If you, um, you know, I had no experience. This was totally out of the box for me. So um, the instruction was very in-depth and um it really 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 tested my skills physically mentally um incredible i mean like i'm very grateful to have gone through this school uh my the first class i took the first 10 days um I was, my body, my skill level was, I was ready to fly at the end of that 10 days, but up here, no, I wasn't. So I'm glad. And they, they did not, they would not put me in the air until I was absolutely ready. Like, and they made really sure of it too. And I'm glad because I didn't want them to put me in the air until I was really, really ready. They didn't push you through like a number. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, so this, the second class, um, the second class I went through, I was much more ready uh, mentally. My skills were all there. I had the kiting skills down and all of that. Um, but mentally, 
I was almost there, but I, I wasn't quite there yet. And um, so my third class, my third class, I knew I was going to be ready. And I was. And, um, you know, I just went into a zone and I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So, you know, I knew that third class was going to happen. Nice. Krista, do you yeah. want to ask the question on the screen? Oh, sure. Uh, this came from Eric. And he says, um, sounds like you had a good trainer. Who trained you? Okay, so Del Shanzi and Trevor Steele were, okay, so they're the, they, they are the main two uh, instructors of the, of the training that comes here. Um, and then, like I said, they have instructors that come with them. And, um, but yeah, they're, they're the ones that I've taken from the very beginning all the way through. How many instructors do they have, like crew that come down and work? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say like. Quite a few, it sounds like, huh? Yeah, they do. Like there's like if there's 15 students this time, there's probably going to be about. I would say about seven instructors and then wow. plus Dell plus Del and Trevor. Oh, so it's wow. like two to one. Yes, about yeah. uh huh. That's not yeah, bad. Um, so, so are you going to be attending fly-ins in the near future? Yes, I'm going to Salton Sea. Oh, that's exciting! Yay. We want to report on that. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. I haven't been to one, so this is going to be like this is this is this is new for me. So I'm excited. Very good. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so um, let's see. How many flights did you do? Uh, okay, so I've done four? four solo flights. Okay. Myself, yeah. Krista? I'm going to you, she's going to beat me. So have you flown on your own without your instructor in your ear yet? No. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. No, I haven't. I'm not ready for that. I mean, like, on my fourth flight, I lost radio. So I had radio on takeoff. And then as soon as I took off, I lost radio. And thank God I have been up there so many times because I just, I was super comfortable. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I was a little bit like, oh my gosh, I just lost radio. But, um, you know, I've been t up tandem and I've been up there so much. I just, I was fine. I mean, which is crazy, but I, I was fine. And um, then when I was coming back down, when I was going to land, um, I did like the, the radio, you know, the radio came back on and I was able to land with radio. So, you know, I mean, that's what I'm working on my landings right now that, that I need to get my landings. Like I'm, uh, I got to work on those. That's my, that's my goal right now. All right. So Travis is asking, have, has she flown anywhere besides the beach? It's different inland. Uh, no, uh -uh. I've only flown at the beach. Okay. 
Next. Um, Angela wants to know if, um, uh, let's see, she says, tell us about training with Dell. Familiar, are familiar with his videos and reputation. How was your experience with him? So I concentrate on the training and the instruction. I don't let any of the other stuff get in the way. For me, I wanted the best training and the best instruction, and I wanted to be pushed to my limit. And I wanted to know that I had every skill I needed to go up there by myself. And that is exactly what happened. So the training, the instruction, the training, and the school is just, I mean, it's phenomenal. And so, I mean, that was my focus. And I've done great. I'm still here. And I've been here for three and a half years with the same place and the same people. And I mean, all you have to do is look at my background of how, you know, I wasn't even driving over a bridge and now I'm flying up in the air by myself. So, you know, I mean, these guys and they push you, you know, they make sure you're very, very ready before they put you up there. They don't. They don't put you up there unless unless you are ready. And I mean physically and mentally. So that's, that's what I cared about the most. Um, because that's what it boils down to. If you want to do this, then, you know, I wanted to do it safely. And I wanted to make sure I had, you know, the foundation that I needed. So how many I needed to be able to, you know, do everything correctly. So how many, do they have like a set limit of flights? How many flights before you graduate? Um, or is it until you feel comfortable? Yeah, I mean, they like graduate into being able to do it by yourself. Yeah. Okay, so usually it's around 15 to 20, something like okay. that. But it also depends on the person. Um, so, I mean, I know pilots that have, you know, within 10 flights, they're fine and they start flying on their own and they're totally comfortable. And then I know pilots that have needed more, more time than that and more flights than that. So, I mean, me personally, I know I'm going to need, you know, I'm at four, I'm going to need way more than four to be, feel completely comfortable on my own, you know, uh, but everyone's different and they, they, you know, if you buy your own equipment and you're going to go out and fly by yourself, well, I mean, obviously they can't tell you not to do that, but if you're not ready, they're going to tell you that they don't feel like you're quite ready to go on your own. Or if you are and you're holding back, they're going to tell you that too. Yep. Hey, so. um, just quickly before one of the other gals asks, a question. Caleb Koch says, hi there, Rachel. <laughs> hi, Caleb. <laughs> All right. Um, Kelby, she's single. Krista? <laughs> uh, uh, so do you have a bucket list of the flyings you want to go to? You know what? No, I don't. But my bucket list is probably going to be every one of them. 
<laughs> Knowing myself, it's going to be every single one. Yeah. I'm trying I'm to talk her into bad apples. Soon. I'm going to get a taste of it. And then I'm probably going to be like, I got to go to everything. The bad apples. Um, We all love bad apples. So uh, yeah, that's a good one to go to. Okay. Um, yeah. It's like golf course runway. Yeah. yeah. The grass oh is God. just like a golf course putting green. <laughs> you know, many no people in the chat. Uh, what's the highest you've ever gone? Oh gosh. You know what? I you mean tandem or by myself? Either or. Um, oh man, I don't know exactly how high it was, but it was in the middle of summer and it got cold. Like it was super hot and where we went, it was cold. And I don't, I don't have the exact, the exact number for you, but I could see from right here on the Island. So Port Aransas is about 20 minutes down the the coastline and I could see the very tip of it. It was incredible, incredible. And that was a, that was a tandem. Hey, Rachel, check out the screen. Okay. What am I looking for? The blue bubble. <gasps> oh, <laughs> <hi Brooke. laughs> oh, that's my daughter. Oh, hi Brooke. Oh my Thanks gosh. Thanks for joining mom. Oh, hi Brent. That's my son. I'm going to say hi to Brent too. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love Glad they her. were able to make it. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if I just bumped off a question or not. There we go. Dweez. Um, Clark's video wants to know, how do you like the flat top and the dominator? Uh, I love the flat top. Um, and I mean, I love, well, I mean, I love the Dominator. I have my own hot pink and white wing that, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I love it. You know, it's like, you know, they, they had got, so you know how everything, I told you everything's been like a process. And even though I didn't think I was ready, like all of a sudden something would happen and I would realize. So they got this hot pink and white wing in they weren't expecting it and as soon as i heard that i'm like that's mine <laughs> can you tell me how much it weighs i'm sorry how much does it weigh the wing yeah uh how much does it weigh yeah you know what Do you know? i don't know that okay i'm not sure how much it weighs okay i don't know what size meter is it I should know that, and I don't. Oh, okay. Well, maybe somebody can look okay. it up again. What what type of, what was it again, Rachel? It's a 4XS, and I, I, I'm not sure how many meters it is. I'm sorry. I thought you were, when you said that, I thought you were talking about your kiting wing. Sorry. Oh, okay. So the, 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 pink, the pink and white wing is my kiting wing. Oh, oh is so, that the wing you're going to fly with? No, no, no. It's oh, uh, okay. the... The, the wing that I use for kiting right now is too small for me to fly with at this point. I'm not, I'm not skilled enough to fly it. Okay. Okay. At this point, like it's too, it'd be too small. So, uh, I'm not ready for the, the, the movements are going to be much faster and I'm not ready for that yet. 
I move to Flint, Colorado. All right. Angela's asking how many, uh, what's the percentage of women in the classes? Okay. I've been, the, I would say um, in the three and a half years that I've been doing this and every other month they're students. I've seen about five women total come through the class. There's just, there's hardly ever any women. And that's one thing I really want to, I, I want more women to come and do this. And like, even if they come out and kite, even if they learn that, but I mean, I would love to have more women that would fly, get to the point that they would, you know. Hey, that's why we're doing this show. To yes. Try to promote that it's okay to be a girl and go out there and yes. have fun too. Yes. So I mean, I've never, I have never actually, I have never actually seen face to face another woman fly. Myself, I've, I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen it on video, and you know, but well, I have not actually seen see it, it at you in February. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll see it. Yeah, I want to. I, I love it. I'm I'm excited to meet other women that do this. I'll have to check with Bonnie if she's going out with uh, her son, Flyett Wyatt. He's a 12 or 13-year-old. Um, her, her son and her usually do a lot of fly-ins and stuff. So, yeah, I think she was out there last year. So, yeah, I'm yeah. so excited. I mean, like, I when I really started getting into this, I, I was, you know, I just want to... I want to be able to talk with other women about it. I love this right now, the video and everything and that you're doing this. Thanks. All right, Krista, you got any questions on the screen or? Uh, there was a Travis, he says, how much does your flat top weigh? Okay, so um, with gas, about 60 pounds. All right, so in the chat here, Caleb said it's a 16 meter wing a okay. hike and fly lightweight wing. The flat tap weighs 55 pounds dry and 75 or 70 pounds fully okay. fueled. Thank you, Caleb. Okay. All right, Deweese. Have you driven over the big bridge now that you've yes. been conquered? Yes. Okay. What's the big bridge that you guys okay. are talking there's about? A, there's a bridge downtown. It's called the Harbor Bridge. That's the one I've... I've would not drive over for like 15 years. I was just had that phobia, like terrible fear of heights. And I just, I didn't, I just didn't drive over it until I started doing this. And then I'm like, shoot, that ain't, that, that ain't nothing. I can go, I can do it. <laughs> but I had not, I had not taken my first solo flight yet. That was all from just going tandem. Wow. And it just, right. it's been incredible. This, all of the, all of the powered paragliding, everything that's been related to this has absolutely transformed my life. I'm so grateful for it. It is, it has been a godsend in my life. And not only the sport physically and mentally pushing me to my limits and beyond and talk about like very out of the box but also to the people, I have met some of the most amazing people. Um, I, it's just incredible. So it's been, it's just, 
there's so many different things that it has just, it literally brought my life to life. So, um, I had on the screen, um, where did it go? Travis DuPont had said that there's two women in his household that fly. And one of them was one of our guests, his daughter. Okay. So, and they're in Louisiana, I believe. Okay. So, I'm, all I'm right. Really I'll take ready. the next one. Rick T. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. He says, I'm so proud of you. Briefly explain how you found your sense of personal empowerment along your journey with or without asparagus rubber bands. We love you. What is that? Oh my God. About? That's my friends. That's my friends. Okay. So I have to say it throughout this journey, there have been friends of mine, not in the powered paragliding world, but there have been friends of mine that have really um, encouraged me and pushed me and supported me. And I have needed that because I had to get over a lot of self-doubt. And, uh, you know, I mean, when I was when I was coming out of my divorce and I was really at my lowest as far as just, you know, just life and, you know, picking up the pieces of life and trying to figure out who am I now? You know, um, who am I? Uh, so it's been such a journey and I've had other women pushing me forward and encouraging me and lifting me up and cheering me on. And so that's what, like, I do that now for other women and I want to continue because we need it. So, I mean, it's been incredible. I'm, I, I, there's so many of my girlfriends that have been my cheerleaders. Do you have any of your girlfriends that are, that are interested in paramotors? I don't think. <laughs> I hope I do now. And like Angela I mean, I says, I talk about it all the time. If you're around me at all, you're going to know that I love it. There's no way you're not going to know. Um, you know, I, I, the first time Caleb came up to me and told me all about this, he acted just like I'm acting right now. And I'm like, God, he's so excited about all this. Well, that's how I feel now. So I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had anyone that's, you know, like been super into a female that's super interested that wants to come out and, you know, learn, or, I mean, people will come out and watch, uh, people will come out to the beach and watch like the practicing and the flying and all that kind of stuff. But to actually sign up and take the class and learn how to do it themselves, I haven't had any, I haven't had a, a female that's wanted to do that. But honestly, if I hadn't gone tandem so much, I don't know that I would have signed up for the class to learn myself. I got to a point that I needed more of a challenge. So I was like, going tandem isn't enough for me anymore. I need more. Oh, sorry, I changed. Sorry, Steve Clark. Eric, switch it back. 
<laughs> anyway, Eric says we're gonna stop in Texas and pick you up for bad apples. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, here, um, Krista, go for it. Uh, are your children interested at all? Okay, so I wish they were. So my daughter went up tandem with Trevor, uh, which I'm very proud of her because it took her a while to actually do that. But as far as learning herself, no. Uh, my son came out and practiced with me. Um, it's probably been about a year ago. He came out and practiced with me and he was a natural. Um, he picked up all the skills real fast. Um, but you know, it's not, it's not his passion. He's like, yeah, well, mom, that's cool. And he, you know, it's like he picked up everything so fast. He could have been up in the air, uh, really soon, but you know, I mean, it's not, it's not their passion. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did, what? um, what did they say to you to overcome your fear of heights? I'm sorry. How did you ever overcome your fear of heights? Jeez. You know, um, the only thing I can tell you is I was very ready. I was at a point in my life. I was very ready to tackle my fears. And the only way to do that is to face them. And I did not want, this was right after my divorce. And so that had a lot to do with it too. Um, I wanted to fully live life. And so I was very ready to tackle, I mean, we all have fears. And you face them when you're ready to face them. But, um... Honestly, I just had to make the decision I was going to do it. <clears throat> I had to make the decision. I was not going to live in fear. And I was going to have courage. It's the fear. The, it's not like the fear leaves when you're going out there to go up in the air and you haven't been. It's not like it leaves. It's just you have to decide what do you want in your life? Do you want to, do you want to live in that fear and let that fear keep you down? Or do you want to face it? I mean, look what's happened. You know, there's that poster that says everything you want is on the other side of fear. You know, the life you want is on the other side of fear. Well, it's true. So it's kind of courage in the face of fear because it's not like it leaves. You just, you have to decide if you want You know, and what, once you start facing your fears and you start conquering them, then it makes it easier to keep going. You know, you're ready to tackle the next one. You're ready to tackle the next one. You know, for me, it's fear of height. For someone else, it could be working out in here in the gym and, you know, they have, uh, you know, 60, 90 pounds to lose and they're, you know, they're scared, you know, it's, it's out of your comfort zone. So it's diff different for different people, but it's just one step at a time, you know, and I just, 
as I continued on, you know, other little fears and insecurities would pop up and I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll one step at a time. You handle them as you go. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And, and you're not yeah. the only one that's, yeah. Yep. So, and I'm so glad I found you, you know, so we can continue our friendship um, along Absolutely. the way also. Um, hey, Bill H is asking, um, do you know about our other shows that uh, are out there? I, I, Bill, I can guarantee she probably doesn't know about all of them. I don't but, think I do. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you this and you're going to learn about them because I'm going to continue to talk to you and we're going to communicate through FaceTime and everything. So Monday night um, is Clear Prep TV and that's with Sean Simon and or he goes by PPG Grandpa. Um, Tuesday night, um, Krista's husband, Shane, my husband, Eric, and Will and Mark McElroy and Brian Waller, they do a uh, guys hangout. It's called Tuesday Night Hangout. And they talk about paramotors and anything that they can think of relating to paramotoring. Um, if it's parts or like one night they tore apart Shane's um, motor and put it back together, got it back together. Um, let's see what else. 200 hour. 200 hour, yep. And our show on Wednesdays and Thursday is um, Linda Anderson's son that she's in the chat. Her son, Robert Michael, does paraglidingtalk.com. And he is out in San Diego and he started out with paragliding and he's got a big group of people, but he also just started recently um, paramotoring. So, so um, if you're ever available to watch any of those, those are on those nights at around this time. So Krista, next question. Do you have any apps that you like to use when you're flying? No, not right now. I'm sure I will. I'm not there yet. Okay. <laughs> you recommend? I'm sorry. Any ones that your co uh, your instructors recommended? Um, the the one right now that I mean, they're the weather, like the windy app. That's I the main. That's the main one. So you know, I mean, like before we go out, we're always checking the wind and the miles per hour and which way the wind is coming, you know, offshore, onshore, uh, you know, I mean, so always, always looking at that. Good. Um, you live in Chris, Corpus Christi. How far is that from where um, they t train on the beach? Oh gosh. It's like, um, I live like two minutes from where they train. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, it's just such a blessing to be so close and, you know, for, you know, they're here every other month. So it's just been, it's super easy for me to run like work and then run out there and train and practice and then come back to work. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's been so, it's incredible. All right. So Hot Buttered Steve is asking or saying, that's awesome that this brought you such positive joy. Yeah. He got into paramotoring um, from a divorce and walking away from a 10-year career 
practically all at once, yeah. flying gave myself worth back. Yes, exactly. I was, you know, and I didn't even realize um, when I came out of my divorce there, I was just, there was just a whole part of me that was very numb. And um, this, all of this, it really helped me feel again, like really feel like when you're, you're up there in the air with the wind in your face and you feel that freedom you it's a feeling you can't describe and um it it brought an entire part of my life back to me um it's just incredible like what it's done for my healing process is just there i can't even put it into words yep i agree yeah it's incredible i mean when I say that first flight I went on, it literally was life changing. It was a moment that was life changing. I have not been the same since. Um, Travis is asking, can anyone fly out of this beach or is it a private area for the school? No, uh, no, anyone can fly. It's not a private area. Okay. Krista? Got anything? No. All right. Um, Steve Clark. Steve Clark says it's human nature to be afraid of heights, and I guess I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> Angela says you're an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. I I I hope so. I hope I can help other people achieve their dreams. And that's what we're all trying to do here. And that's awesome mm -hmm. that I'm so glad that we got you on here. Um, I'm going to try to share some video or uh, not videos, but pictures. Oh, can you see the picture? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Now I got to figure out how to. So that's at your gym, obviously. Yes. Here's your hot pink wing <laughs> that I'm so jealous of. Your favorite that's shirt. My fa that's my favorite <laughs> shirt. <laughs> so cool pictures. I like that shirt. Is that the front of that shirt? No, that's a different shirt. Different one? Okay. Cool picture. Is he in the chat tonight? I didn't see him in there unless he's under uh, a different name. You know I don't. I don't think he is. They're 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 on the road. Oh, okay. It's a cool one. Oops, passed it up. There's a sexy mama. <laughs> <laughs> So who is the instructor there working okay. with you? So that's Trevor holding on to me. Okay. Um, and I was on a pretty big wing. Um, they were kind of testing me to make sure I was ready to be off the ground, you know, yep. and still be able to control the wing over my head. You look like you're doing a good job there. 
Yeah, that was actually super fun. Yeah. The four four hundred hours of determination. Absolutely. Looks like lots of land there. Yeah, it's there's a huge area out where we practice where they where they have the school. There's a huge open area. So there's plenty so, of room for uh, ground kiting, learning how to kite, you know, and if there's quite a few students, then, you know, it's fine. There's plenty of room. Also, so too, for uh, the flights when you're launching and uh, there's plenty of space. Okay. Um, Tony from Vegas is asking if you have any desire to become an instructor. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Good for you. Dale. All right. Krista, you got any questions? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to ask Angela's. Um, so when you go, are, do you plan on flying out at Salton Sea or just? That's a good question. I'm the type of person I like to, I like to kind of like get the lay of the land, you know, um, since I'm, since I am a beginner pilot and, you know, I've just gotten into the, you know, solo flights myself. If I was a little bit more experienced, I would be like, absolutely, I will. But right now I'm not real sure. Plus also too, I haven't been to one, so I don't really know what it's like. Yeah. Jay, tell her what you did on your first fly-in. What did I do? I got there early. Oh, yeah. You just, well, I don't want to tell all the secrets, you know, but <laughs> go, early, go early and then you have the field a little bit more to yourself. And then, and then like Bad Apples was, was the biggest one in the Northern Hemisphere, I think, or something <laughs> um, in the States, at least this, this past year. And with 326 registered uh, pilots. And so I went early and I thought, I can do this. And then as it progressed through the week and more people showed up, I was like, oh, no, there's no way. But they have, like, people out there directing, which yeah. is really, really cool. And I was afraid I was going to take forever setting up and everything, especially with a trike and everything. But it's like I went up, I got out of there, and then when I came in, I was freaking out about landing and trying to work, just talked to me and said, just try to land farther in, you know, where, where our camper was. So, and if I didn't, because of other people taking off, I was able to just taxi right in. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yep. <laughs> so that, yeah, that, that was our first um, fly in. So it was pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, I kind of I want to see it all first. I mean, like if I if I get there and I and I feel right about it, then I mean, yeah, I would do it. But I just don't know yet. All right. Well, I I wait to hear a report back from you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dweez, do you want to ask Angela's or? Uh, yeah. Do you do um, online instructions for weight training and, or, and loss? Yes, I have done. Um, so when all the COVID stuff started, I did virtual training with a couple of clients. So yes, I do. Okay. 
Uh, also, um, are you going to are you going to fly with a reserve, and what kind of motor do you have? Okay, so the paramotor is a flat top, two hundred R, and then uh, I mean, I guess that's what they're asking. the The engine is a Minari. Okay. And uh, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Um. Oh, fly with the reserve. Do you fly with the reserve? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Clark, Steve Clark, that's just north of us in Wisconsin. He's, he's. I'm assuming asking the pricing on maybe your workouts. No, I, I think that's know. for um, training. <laughs> training. training. Okay. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> say, Steve, I didn't think that you had a uh, needed to. Have exercising, crawling through the woods with trees. <laughs> so the the training is forty five hundred. You get you get two you get two thousand off your equipment when you buy it. Okay, okay. Eric says he just looked up. It's fourteen thousand for the training and the equipment. Well, okay. Yeah. I was just talking about only the training. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so just the training. Yeah. But yes, he's, he's right. Okay. For the equipment and training. All right. That's, that's not bad. That's, that's pretty comparable to everybody else that I know. Yes. Of. Yep. Yeah. Um, Eric is asking, what do you expect out of your PPG in the future, you're learning. What do I expect? To um, meet a bigger family. That's yes. one. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> yeah, okay, so that's one thing. Um, I cannot tell you how grateful I am to be connecting with other people. And this sport also, too, allows you to connect with people that are all over. And I love that, too. It's just opened up my entire world. So that's one beautiful part about it. Um, my, like, as far as what do I expect, my goal, I, I have my own personal goals. I mean, I'm very, I'm very goal oriented. So um, one of the, one of the pilots was telling me, um, and I love this because he was explaining to me that every time you take a flight, there's something that you want to focus on and work on. You need to have something in your head that you're going to work on on that flight. And that's exactly how I think. So if I've accomplished something, then I'm ready to work on the next thing. And what's cool about all of this is there's always that next piece to put in. You know, it's like you never really get all, you know, there's always something else you can improve on. So I love that about this too, because I feel like I can keep going forward and working on my skills. You know, um, I feel like, I feel like it's not something that's just over in one time. You get to actually work on it as you go. And I love that because it's challenging. Right. What'd Randy say? What'd you say? 
<laughs> oh, he's reading, he's reading the comments. <laughs> Tony oh. wants to know if you actually ride bikes. So tell us the story. <laughs> okay. So secrets no, coming I, out. No, I do not actually ride the motorcycle. The motorcycle in the picture is a friend of mine. And I did that for a photo shoot. So a long, many, many years ago, I did a motorcycle photo shoot. And then my goal was to do another one. Uh, when I went through my divorce, I was 60 pounds heavier than I am now. And so when I lost the weight, that was one of my goals was to do the motorcycle shoot and go skydiving. So I did, I did both of them. And, um, so then the, like, if you watch my videos of my gym and you see the motorcycle that's in here, that's my brother-in-law's motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> but do I want to learn how to ride? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> so like we said earlier, we'll bring the grams down, um, when we're at a fly-in with you and you can yes, ride absolutely. one of them. All right. Great. So Rachel's agreed to um, go in the after show. Rachel, you made it an hour. You did it. Wow. That did go by fast. Yep. Told you. Dewey's told you. <laughs> so Eric's going to enter in um, a link. And if anybody wants to join, Rachel has agreed to stick around and talk to anybody and meet anybody else in the paramotor world as she's looking for more family in the paramotor you know, world. I just, let me, I just wanted to tell you real quick, thank you for doing this. Mm. I have a lot of women clients and just friends that are very, you know, just women that support other women. I, I'm all about it. And I just appreciate you for having this YouTube channel that highlights women, especially in this sport, because there's, it's just, you know, there's yes. not that many. So I really appreciate it. And thank you very much for having me on. You're very welcome. And thank you. And when Eric and Shane told me to do this, I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, there's no way I want to do something like this and be in, in front of people like this. But <laughs> I know. The, the, one, the one big thing that I get out of it is I get another friendship each week. You know, so that's that's the best part of this whole thing for me. Um, and I get to chat with Krista and I get to chat with Deweese each week. And, and as you can see else. by our comments, we have a lot of support of the male paramotor community. Yep. Yeah, and I love that too. I mean, I, uh, yeah, you know, I would have to say the, you know, I have been encouraged and pushed and uplifted and supported by so many. Well, all the guy, you know, like everyone I fly with are, they're all men. They're all guys. They're all like my brothers. I cannot tell you how many they, the encouraging words, the push that you can do it um just it's been incredible mm -hmm. yep. i mean i appreciate every single one of them whether know, they've been a like... student whether they've been a student or they're already a pilot or they're an instructor every single person 
that has said something encouraging to me and has supported me. It is just a big it's family. All, all the pieces of where I am now. Yep. Yep. A big, a big and, family. And and Bill H. I'm still waiting to meet him. And like whatever Bill just said, you guys are going through these too fast. Um, Bill H. said that he didn't think we could uh, beat last week's episode. Heck yeah, we're we're still moving on up. <laughs> oh, you gonna love Bill H. He's pretty cool. You like you like Bill H. <laughs> I can't wait to meet him. So anyway, you guys got the, the code, and it's in the chat, and um, people are still asking. Well, how can we? find you rachel oh yeah okay so um i am on i'm on facebook under rachel blocker uh and then also on instagram and it's rachel blocker pt on instagram okay so those are those are the two main social medias that i'm on right now all right and if you guys can give us a thumbs up and if, um, let's see, what else? I'd like to say a shout out to my mom and dad and my mom and dad in-laws um, watching. And um, also to the Tomahawk community because I'm getting more kids and more um, residents in the Tomahawk area where we live um, watching the show. So I'd like to say hi to them and hope to see everyone next week. If you want to join the chat, grab the account and you also, I believe, need to be on Google Chrome. So... Um.